Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Finance First Reloaded. I am your host, Davis Fasanella. I want to take a quick minute to thank everyone for patiently waiting for the resurgence of Finance First. And it is due to that patience that I will be able to bring you the best content to help you make money as well as generate education and knowledge for my listeners and achieve my ultimate goal of tearing down the barriers between economics and us as individuals. I hope all of you enjoyed today's podcast. And as always, remember that I want nothing more from this than to see you succeed and become the leaders of today as well as the leaders of tomorrow. Thank you and please enjoy. Welcome everybody to segment number one. Today I will be discussing recent global events that will likely affect the markets in both a short and long-term manner, but if properly positioned, can generate an astronomical opportunity for monetary gain. Initially, let's look no further than OPEC's meeting on June 22nd to discuss the concept of raising production abroad. Oil has been on a tear since last year and has increased its promise as a viable long position month over month since November of last year, or roughly eight consecutive months if you're counting the months. The direction these prices go hinges solely on the unanimous consensus reached by the OPEC nation members. However, already we have seen a divide in the positions these countries are taking on the issue. Uh, Countries like Iraq, Venezuela, who is certainly in no position to raise production, and Iran, who's been dealing with U.S. sanctions, have all already publicly expressed resistance to the Saudi Arabian suggestion of raising production, further upping oil's ante in an already contentious and volatile marketplace. Hello everyone and welcome to segment number two, where I'll be discussing different types of viable paths to approach petroleum-based investments for this fiscal quarter. Based on the information I provided in segment number one, you could say that it is prudent in both scenarios, whether your prerogative is bearish or bullish, to look at high-purity petroleum positions. As a byproduct of that, it's reasonable to expect to see very rapid gains in quite affordable positions, like VLCCs, uh, shipping companies, as a uh, pretty viable long-term hold. Um, And on that same note, by the year 2020, there will be a significantly larger salvage rate than in past decades, um, already raising questions about shipping costs on exports, as well as scarcity amongst resellers of VLCC ships in a contentious regulatory environment, taking pollution and other types of pollutants into consideration. Um, All in all, there are quite a few viable paths on both sides of the spectrum, and uh, since I'm a pro-growth investor, I'm optimistic in the direction that these prices will go, and I'm eager to see the the spread between Brent and WTI shrink in the coming months, uh, Brent being the global index and WTI being our domestic index. Um, When the spread normally is a healthy $2 to $3, That is a common normal uh, expectation between the cost to uh, refine oil out of the ground. Now, when the spread between Brent and WTI grows to a very dangerous level, where it is right now, which is about $10 or $11, it really raises questions in the United States about our ability to export very much more discounted priced oil to nation members. And I think that our Commerce Department is really taking a very uh, careful look at how we can maximize the ability to export our production 
to our to our different nations that are allied with us and other nations that may be neutral or um, as long as we have the leverage in the negotiations between trade in those countries I think that there's no reason to believe that we couldn't be a very very significant source of energy to any country that so has a desire to do business on that front with us as the United States. Welcome everybody, we have finally reached segment number three. Segment number three will be about the importance of taxes. Taxes and the conversations that surround them don't get as much gravity in the importance of people's ability to maintain wealth as they should. Separately, young people around the world have a unique opportunity with this current tax bill to accumulate a large amount of qualified money that won't be taxable in the future at exuberant rates. People, I'm going to be really blunt with this one because this is kind of a no-brainer. Taxes are never going to be lower than they are right now. N-O-W, now. So wouldn't it make sense to start accumulating pre-tax dollars now while your income, your tax bracket, and your expenses are all the lowest that they were that they are ever going to be for the rest of your life? I don't think so. I know so. So if you guys have an interest in accumulating retirement wealth that you will inevitably be able to turn on and it will not be taxable to you at whatever the tax rates that are going to have to justify paying back our $20 trillion debt, I think I have some ideas for you. So I encourage people who have a genuine interest in accumulating retirement savings that we're not going to get taxed at 80 or 90% to reach out to me and I'll be able to help you. Hey guys, thank you all for listening so much. Um, I just have a little outgoing message for you all. Um, and uh, I just want to say thank you for providing me the opportunity to bring you all this information. Uh, when I was younger, I never dreamt I'd be doing what I'm doing right now. And I owe that all to my idols growing up and the lessons about business and life that they all taught me. Uh, people like my mom and my dad, of course, but also people like Vince Lombardi and, of course, Lou Dobbs, Charles Payne, and uh, I'll even say President Donald J. Trump. Um, there's a lot to do in life and not nearly enough time to do it in. So my message to everybody, old, young, my age, not my age, shoot for the stars, tear down any barrier in your way, and most importantly, always remember that there isn't any dream that was ever dreamt that was too big for anybody. Thank you all. This is Davis Fastinella signing off. Till next time.